a little word of warning that this podcast contains swears and use of explicit sexual language. Therefore, it is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. Or anyone who thinks you can only find a reverse cowgirl at the rodeo. I'm ahead of the game. Hello all and welcome back to Smut Drop. This is your weekly roundup to the more eccentric side of sex and relationships from metro.co.uk. I'm Miranda Kane and on this week's show I'll be looking at keeping your dating profile beige flag free, talking to dominatrix and entrepreneur Queen Tricks about starting her own kinky platform and seeing what you said when I asked our listeners for our fetish-filled confessions. If you like what you hear, then please rate, review, or at least subscribe wherever you get your finest of podcasts. And I hope you're ready, because I'm about to raise my flag to half-mast. Hello, 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 dearest listener. Okay, quick question. How exciting is your dating profile? Hmm? Do you think a picture tells a thousand words so you well, won't bother writing any, or have you filled it with lists of what you want in a partner rather than offering anything about what you're willing to give? Well, then it may be that your profile is filled with beige flags, the boring cousin to the all-enthralling red flag. In a series of videos called Are You Beige, TikTok user Caitlin McPhail has been sharing the beige flags she spotted on people's dating profiles. So they include things like sharing opinions on pineapple on pizza, uh, yawn, any reference to extremely mainstream rom-coms, oh, are you the Pam to my gym, and using puppies to hide your lack of personality. Oh my God, I couldn't agree more. Essentially, beige flags cover unoriginal content that you see on everyone's profiles and don't we all know the type ah i swear i never ever ever want to see i'm looking for my partner in crime ever again needs to be burned and so does the phrase oh i like going out but i also like staying in give me strength so according to jessica alderson a relationship expert and the co-founder of so synced beige flags have become a phenomenon due to dating app fatigue. Yes, people are fed up with going on dates with just anyone. We don't want to waste an evening sitting opposite someone we're not compatible with, so people's standards for dating app profiles have gone up. The bar is now higher, people. Also, a profile without any effort just indicates that you're unwilling to invest time into someone else. And and who wants that? No, I want to know that you're ready for this relationship. Are you ready for for my jelly. So how can we make sure we haven't filled out our profiles with catatonic cliches? Obviously, you don't need to share everything about yourself, but you really do need to give us something. Jessica says that creating a truly original dating app profile requires vulnerability, which is essential for building a connection. You are putting yourself out there and risking rejection. And don't we know it, but it's really worth the risk. She advises keeping it light whilst emphasising your uniqueness, as well as avoiding too many messages before you meet in person so you don't run out of conversation. 
make sure you get across what makes you different. Try and stand out. And she says that cute quirks and everyone loves a laugh. So get your sense of humour across. For anyone looking for more tips on how to avoid beige flags filling your profile, head to the article called Is Your Boring Dating Profile Putting Matches Off? over at metro.co.uk. But obviously, not before my fabulous chat with this week's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, gays and theys, you can't have missed the explosion of sex workers creating some saucy content from home. But one thing that's never quite sat right with me is the amount of money they end up making for other people. All the platforms run from the comfort of Silicon Valley. Well, this week's guest is changing that by creating a fetish site by women, for women, and finally, with the interest of sex workers in mind. Please welcome Queen Trix. Hello. Hello, Your Majesty. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> when I heard that you created a platform, I, I get so used to thinking that it's going to be someone in America, but you're from the UK. I am from the UK and um, yeah, it's it kind of sort of happened out of nowhere. I'm a bit of an ideas woman. So when I get something into my head, I make it happen and, I, and I'm a doer. So I made it happen. Yeah. So tell us about the platform that you've created, Dominatrix. Okay. So um, a few years back, um, a very good friend of mine actually was is a Dominatrix and has been in the industry for quite some time. And she was sort of saying about a lot of these platforms take a lot of money. Mm. And a lot of the girls kind of feel that they're being taken advantage of. So yeah. I kind of went off on a tangent um, I also wanted to create a platform that people felt safe because for me, safety is everything. Mm. A lot of exploitation, et cetera, that goes on in this industry. And it's something that I am also looking at working on later on down the line. I'll touch on that in a bit. I want to start a charity for women that are in trouble and things like that. So there's lots more to come. Um, mm. But yeah, I kind of like looked into it, went off on a tangent. I spent about a year and a half researching the industry in and out. So I knew it. I was already a dom anyway wanted to learn about how the webcam platforms run, the tech side, because I'm quite techie, but ended up creating a platform purely for dominatrix. I wanted to create something that was specific, something that's niche, because you can use all these other platforms and mm. you tend to get a lot of vanilla men that come to you. Get your bits out, love, do this, do that. And it, I wanted to kind of filter that down and offer a service that people, submissives could come to and also feel safe and also do it in a way where Obviously, it's not Skype related or anything like that. So we've got like a merchant bank that banks that backs our business. They back one of the biggest platforms out there in America at the moment as well. They back us and they're very much behind what we're doing. And that's kind of like where it started, really. It has been a journey and I've had to start this process by myself on pretty much from scratch on my own. I've had to try and find traffic to drive to it, which has been quite hard. Mm. And obviously for a business that's brand new, no one's never heard of. How do you get traffic to it? How, where do you start? So um, I've spent the last year working really hard on getting ladies to try and use it, maybe get some of their customers to use it rather than using the Skype facilities, because there's no way if, if somebody lets the customer down, for instance, there's no way of them getting their money back. Mm. Whereas if they, that's hence why these platforms are built is so that people have got some kind of security. Um, and also the safe, the safe side of it of where, um, you know, um, conversations, et cetera, can be recorded to keep everybody 
yeah safe basically and, and the rest is history and we're a year down the line we're still going strong getting stronger each week so it's been a journey and it's been tough it hasn't been easy but I'm loving it <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so interesting that you've you because you didn't start off as a as a dominatrix you were a dom but you this this process brought you more into creating adult content as a dominatrix is that right yeah that's right so my actual background um I worked in finance for 17 years wow yeah I was always known as the Rottweiler I'm always quite I'm dominant (laughs) I'm dominant in my (laughs) day-to-day life I used to raise I used to help businesses raise like millions of pounds so um, yeah. I used to be very much out there. I'm very salesperson, very good with people talking. Someone said to me today, actually, oh, gosh, you should go out and be a presenter. I'd love to do that. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's been a very interesting journey. I, I did kind of get into the DOM side and webcam like years ago, but I kind of then went back to doing the finance side. But I can't mm. stay away from this. I love it too much. I love the people. I love being a dominatrix. I like to dominate. And there's also the psychological side of this as well. I spoke to, I don't, you must know him, Nikki Campbell last year. Oh, right, um, yeah. So we spoke about like the psychological side of why people are in this because people don't understand it. Mm. And I, that's kind of why doing these things are really useful because it will help people think of things in a slightly different way. People are quite sceptical about it. Do you think that still stands? Because we get we do have so many content providers now who are who are in the adult industries who are sex workers and a lot of people um do it based around domination so do you think there is still the stigma to it and and people still think it's weird I do now it depends on so for instance I'll give you an example I I see various different types of people so when I'm doing camming for instance I could have like I don't know 10 to 17 people in my room at once every single one of those person is completely different I don't know what I'm able to say here, but some of them might have a small genitalia area. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, and so there, there are specific wording within the industry that you would use. There are guys that would like to have their balls busted. Um, there's other people that like to get humiliated. Um, some people want to come on camera and just worship what you're wearing. Like it's such a vast area and not all of it is painful. Not yeah. all of it is about the pain. It's also about the, sen- yeah. the sensual side. You get guys that also like the financial domination side of it as well. And a lot of these, mm. some of these guys are quite powerful. They want all that control taken away, everything taken away, and they haven't got to think about anything. Yeah. So um, that's kind of, yeah, where, where it is really, where it, what happens. But what about like, I mean, like people outside, if people are looking, do you think people have got the idea that, that dominatrixes and domination is still a very weird part of sexuality? 100%. They, yeah, they, they, that's where I'm going with the psychological thing is people that are everyday people. Mm. Um, when some, when you say, say to somebody BDSM or dominatrix, they're like, wow, that's, that's weird. I don't want to hear about that. Like they associate the word dominatrix with pain mm. and it's not always the case. It's not always the case. It can be quite frustrating at times. Yeah. And then people yeah. want to know a little bit more. And I've sort of explained it to some people that no, didn't understand it. Um, and some of them still find it quite hard to understand because that's not something that's for them. They're very vanilla, as I would yeah. call it. It's more about control and power and being able to relinquish 
control and someone take over. Like, I think that's why we 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 do get a lot of people who are in quite high powered positions who do like to be dominated because for them, it's a, a relinquish of control and they could just get to, to chill out. Instead of having to tell other people what to do, they could just chill out themselves. Yeah. So let's talk about different platforms. You started Dominate because it was to offer sex workers and the people on it a better deal. So what kind of percentage are people having to pay on other platforms compared to what you provide? Right, now I'm not going to name drop because that's not what this is about. So oh, you can, you can <laughs> do it. Oh, I end up getting into trouble. I love people banging on my front door. <laughs> you know, so um, there's we've got Adult Work. They're one of the largest in the UK. Now, they say that they take percent. They don't. say they take but then say for instance so I did for instance I work on all of them still I did a payout request and quite a bit and I was like but I've still got nearly 400 pounds I can't access Mm. but they say that they're taking they also take an admin fee a facility charge and there is a is a fee for every single transaction that a customer makes babe station very very well known in the UK they take from the models Streammate is an American one. They take between and percent commission. Oh my gosh. Astronomical amounts. Um, but do you know what the crazy thing is, is that I use all of them quite happily and I get paid well still. So you can only imagine if if it was the round the other way, people would be getting paid, I'd be doing about five to six thousand dollars a week. Mm. But they take that they take they're taking percent of that. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. Sorry, we take 30%. So we say, right, 30%, the girls take 70. Mm. So the reason that some of these companies charge what they do, and this is where it's becoming an understanding, is that running a platform is expensive. Running the technical side and development side is expensive. Um, I also do all the training and things like that for free. I don't charge for that. So I don't just say, right, come onto my webcam platform. That's it. See you later. Mm. I do full training. I coach women on how to earn revenue. I want to build these people into business women, business minded. That's the journey that I want to take a lot of um, people on because I get a lot of people that are in this and they're like, well, I'm not earning that much. So I'm now training people on how to do what I do. Um, to try and help them butter up their incomes. Weirdly enough, I was doing a talk yesterday with people and they and we were talking about how online um, has affected sex workers and being able to work online. And it's great because it means that it's safe for people. But there's the uh, the juxtaposition of it. Well, it's, well, it's made it safer, but also it's making more money for other people. It means that sex workers themselves are being more and more exploited. But because it's not by some bloke in a some heavy in a suit carrying a knuckle duster it's a load of geeks in silicon valley that you're never going to meet so it's but it's still exploitation to my mind um and it's it's so it's so fascinating but it's also so infuriating (laughs) i hate it it is very (laughs) but i don't want to i i'm not going to get bogged down in in other people and all that Mm -hmm. so what about your kids do your kids know no. They do. Uh, my eldest does. Um, yeah. The two youngest don't. Um, I'm very open. Like they, they're not. They're not old enough to understand. I mean, my youngest is two, so he's got yeah. no idea. I don't walk around the house in in cat suits and and latex all the time. <laughs> I have. Well, that's disappointing. That's... Well, my son has seen me. My eldest has seen me in my latex, and I'm very open about what I do. I've done quite yeah. a lot of press things recently. 
I'm very open. There's people that have read me in Closer magazine and they're like, wow, is this true? Like this, this does happen. Yeah. These things happen. Maids come into your house to clean and you'll get paid a fortune for it. You know, I'm doing a two hour yeah. session tomorrow with somebody that wants to be dominated and you'll pay a thousand pounds for two hours. Like it happens, but it doesn't yeah. fall in your lap. Um, yeah. You've got a graft at it. You really do. But how did you, your eldest, did they find out or did you tell them or? I told him because obviously I was starting a business in the adult industry. Um, you know, I'm running a platform. People can find out my name. People can go on and they can check my company out. I'm on Companies House, etc. You know, I'm running a professional business following rules and regulations and guidelines. Um, mm. And it's one of those things of my, my boy as well of, of 18 is also at an age where potentially his friends could be using these websites. I'm like, oh yeah, I saw your mum on there last night. You know, could <laughs> 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 you imagine that if I didn't tell him, that he'd be like, what? Um, so you've got. I have to be. I have to be really mindful. And as soon as I decided to take the decision to do a business like this, he knew about it. Mm. Um, my partner helps me run the business as well now. So he does most of the stuff behind the scenes with all the customers and like building big databases and things like that. So we are a family that eventually, if it's of interest, I mean, if he wanted to do sort of the age, the, you know, bringing on new models, et cetera, in the future, he's a beautiful looking yeah. kid. He, he would be fantastic at it. But yeah, I'm not ashamed of what I do. I'm very open. People are intrigued mm. by me. They want to know. And I, because I'm so open, I'll give them a, mm. you know, I'll give them the truth about it. I'm not, if they don't like it, that's fine. If they want to hear about it, that's fine too. Right, I need to have, we always have to have some weird client stories. We love to know all the weird things. For me, I think it's about people out there listening, able to know that other people have got weird fetishes, strange fetishes, things that, are, you know, might seem a bit different. So what has been some of the weirdest requests that you've had? So let's give you a couple of sessions. So one of my, one of one of my regular customers is classed as a sissy. I don't know if anybody knows what a sissy is, but it's a man dressed as a woman wanting to identify as a slut, basically. Um, and <laughs> she comes into me quite regularly, presents herself every day with a wig on, lipstick on, lead and collar, and in her underwear with a chastity device covering covering the nether regions. So they get it locked up. They're supposed to have a little clitty. So they get it locked up in a chastity cage. I get her to parade around for me. I also get her to suck dildos while she's on really important telephone yeah. calls at work, at home. So you, can only, <laughs> you can imagine she sat there dressed as a woman sucking on a cock and she's yeah. taking really important <laughs> telephone calls on the phone and and I can and I'll be like right stop sucking that just sort that out and then come back and you've got to get straight back on that he also has sex with six blow-up dolls and I get him to have sex with each and every one of them in this session and then suck oh. them and then suck them dry um so I do things like that I get I get sissies that come in or guys that also don't know if you're going to put this out there they like to eat their income come eating instructions so yeah. I also give them things like that nice. um I then get people in with such tiny penises that I humiliate them and get them to basically spank spank it into a vagina because they've got nothing there. Um, like the sessions are so broad. Um, some men like blackmail. Some men like to get blackmailed and it'll be like, I'm going to take over your computer. 
I'm going to find all your information out. Mm. And if you don't do this, normally financial domination comes in play. If you don't do this, I'm going to tell your family, your wife, I've got video evidence of what you do and what you do on camera. And if you don't do this, I'm going to send it to everybody. All those contacts that are in your phone. So you get, I get so, so vast, um, lots and lots of yeah. different types of sessions. Um, some guys just want to come in and jerk off. So I do JOI with them. Jerk off instructions. I know that one. Jerk off instruction. <laughs> SPH is a small penis humiliation. We've got CBT, which is cock and ball torture. I get quite a lot of guys in for that. We've got obviously the CEI, which is the come eating instructions. Um, like there's there's so, so many different things and I cover everything. Mm. Um, and I also do real time sessions as well. So I did a content shoot not so long ago at um, Gatwick Dungeons and he helped me do some content as well, but also dressed up as a sissy, put a full leather pink pig leather pig hat on. And I literally just spanked his behind until he was red raw. And we were taking photos at the same time as doing it and, re- <laughs> and creating content. So we were having a session at the same time as creating content. I mean, that, those are the perfect sessions. We were actually doing that again on Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, there are such there are such different things that, that you do. There's, there's a lot of guys that also, a lot of guys that like pegging. And they ask me, do you think I'm gay? Mm, no, but they like the thought of what it might feel like with a penis in their bum. Yeah. So I get a lot of that. Some men stick cucumbers up themselves whilst I'm on cam pretending that it's my strap on. Like, it's just, it's crazy stuff, but I love it. And there's nothing weird or unusual. And it's people wanting to fulfill a need like yeah. everyone has sexual needs these guys have a desire and a different type of need and I really help fulfill them and I encourage them and I want them to do it as long as it's done safely I love that I I always think people get um I think it must be quite hard if you're just starting and you're doing online domination, you're doing it remotely, you might start panicking and thinking, well, what can I tell people to do? What can I say to them? But when you start using, you know, just it's your personality and your presence and the control over them and and using things like household objects around you. And, and Oh, I love getting, that. Go and get your spatula from the kitchen. <laughs> That is what it's all about. Yes, I want a wooden spoon. I want a spatula. And go and get it from your kitchen drawer if you haven't bought it. You know, that is that is it. Um, go and get your belt from your jeans. Yeah, so it's like just thinking of things that because there's a lot of people that don't have items. So like a lot of the sissies and things that I speak to will have dildos, will have nipple clamps. They've got butt plugs. Um, I also control some of the men's bums with like a a hush toy so they could be literally halfway across the world and I'm giving Mm. them a buzz they know Mm. that I'm there I control that they don't I do so they're still getting that element and it is really it's I'm not going to use the word sales but it's when you go and buy something you buy it because you like it Yeah. yeah sometimes I get men that just come to me that aren't necessarily into it they're desperate for me to be vanilla and I refuse to be they just come into my room because they like you as an individual. They like me as an individual, Yeah, which is really nice. It's really, really nice to have a little bit of a variety and, and having that energy and a good vibe and lifting people up. I love to lift people up and make themselves feel good. This is what this should be about. Definitely. 
because it is sex at the end of the day, and, and sex is one of the most fun things you can do mm. with or without your clothes on. It's just, it's, it's just as you say, yeah. as long as you're doing it safely, sanely, and consensually, then it's all about having fun and being silly and being able to suspend your disbelief and and you know have fun eating your own cum. I literally, I should have that. Yeah, on a why wouldn't you want to do that? <laughs> why <laughs> indeed. <laughs> What is your goal for the future? What is the what is the ideal that you wanna that you wanna achieve? So we are I don't ever like to think about competing with some of the larger with some of the larger businesses because we are so small at the moment and I and I understand that. Within the next five years, as a five-year goal, I want to be the top dominatrix platform that has got only people relevant for doms on there I want to build it as big as what these other platforms are let me tell you it's going to happen mm. we're on a slow trajectory at the moment but building building slow is always good Rome wasn't built in a day yeah um you know we don't have rife traffic like some of these other sites and I have to make that clear we don't but it is being worked on and we are getting people sign up every day to the to the website um, and we're trying to drive behaviours of people coming on to actually spend because you do get a lot of freeloaders that come onto these sites thinking they, they're just going to whack one off, see you later, and they've not even mm. paid. This is a service that we're offering. We are niche. We are high end. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to be working really hard over the next five to ten years or however long it takes to really get my platform up there as one of the one of the best webcam platforms out mm. there. And I also am wanting to start up a charity for women that are being sex trafficked Mm. I want to be able to start something where in a safe way where people can contact and need help because there's a lot of women and there's people that I've also spoken to online that have personally come to me and said how do I get out of this what do I do they've taken my passport Mm. I'm in a studio and I'm doing webcam and I'm being forced to do it that needs to stop yeah yeah and it's 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 having a refuge almost online or for people to come to um, of people that already work in the industry that are able to help them in some which way, shape or form to try and get them out and try and get them back to their families. Because this happens on a daily basis. People are so blind to it um, yeah. and being safe doing this and making sure that these women aren't getting exploited is so important. Um, but yeah, just just I guess continue being a mum, but really really pushing my my platform to be the best that there is out there specifically for this industry. Um, and I think it will be. So do I. I have no doubt that you are going to get there. Absolutely. Um, where pe- if people want to find you, where can they find you and give us the the full platform details? So it's um, Dominatrix. So it's www. But Dominatrix is with an eight. So it's D O M I N Dominate Tricks T R I X. uk. You can also find me on um, on Twitter, um, and I'm known as Queen Tricks. Obviously, capital Q, capital T, and it's kind of joined together. So I'm very easy. I'm, I'm found quite easily out there. Thank you so much for joining us on Smut Drop. Oh, thank you. You've been awesome. I have once again filled into the fun bags. This week, I've been searching through the swampy undergrowth to find your filthy fetish confessionals. Uh, So Cass on Insta said, my first and only try at double penetration. (laughs) She's just launched straight in there. Well done, Cass. My first and only try at double penetration was also my first and so far only scat experience. (laughs) And she says, it went everywhere. Sorry, Gary. 
Oh, that just made it personal. <laughs> oh, Gary, if you were on the receiving end of that scat experience, just let us know. Just send in an email. Um, Mark on Twitter said, I once told a girl that just for research purposes, I'd like to try eating another man's cum, but only to see if it tasted different from mine. That's fine. That's a good ask, Mark. No worries. Uh, but he says that she took this as a hint and just wouldn't stop saying that she was going to make me swallow someone else's spunk. The last time we shagged, she said it just as I was coming and I had to dump her the next day. Oh, I'd rather eat a Cornetto. Oh, my. <laughs> yes, there is a fine line between saying, hey, this is something I'd quite like to do, you know, just for research purposes, scientific reasons, uh, and someone just thinking that is a mad fetish of yours. You have to be quite careful in the delivery, I think. Uh, Craig on Insta. Well, he's just <laughs> he's short and sweet on this one. Craig on my Instagram stories just wrote balloons. Oh, Craig, <laughs> did you get a bit too excited? Did you pop with desire? <laughs> well, if you do want to inflate the details, then please get in touch. <laughs> And so can you. Anyone can. Next week, I'm going to be rooting around for your best orgasm stories. Have you got one that you still remember? Oh, or is there one that you regret? You know, one of those ones that got away. I know the type. So send it in. You can reach me at Miri Kane on Instagram, M-I-R-I-K-A-N-E. And you can slide into my DMs or email smutdrop at metro.co.uk. I've been Miranda Kane. Smutdrop was produced by Pineapple Audio Production for metro.co.uk. If you're enjoying this weekly excursion to my den of iniquity, please leave me a nice review. In the meantime, I'll be back to prick up your ears next week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do, but if you do, then name it after me. Bye.